Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back with another episode, and it's a very heartfelt episode. Yeah, very sad, actually. Very sad, because this is a tribute episode to Pat E. Johnson, the referee from The Karate Kid, and so much more. Yeah. But that's probably his most iconic role that just lives on forever. Sure. And uh, this just happened. I just found out it was actually on Sunday, his passing. And right before we were planning other episodes, it's like, no, we got to move this to the forefront yeah. because we have to come back, or come here and honor Pat E. Johnson. Well, I call it breaking news as well. I mean, this breaking is about news. as, as breaking, breaking. I mean, because we haven't heard any developments from the showrunners of Cobra Kai regarding mm-hmm. the uh, the culmination of the strikes. You know, we haven't heard any official announcements about Cobra Kai. So, as far as pressing news, this is well, strikes are over. It. Yeah, I mean, that's all we know. But yeah. I mean, we haven't heard anything from the showrunners. Uh, no. At least I haven't. Uh, so, yeah, Patty Johnson's his demise. I mean, he's such a part of the family, and I know especially you, Jason, because I know that you. You know, even though our show is called Let's Talk Cobra Kai, we're always mm-hmm. going back to the origin. We are always going the back roots. to the source. Yes, yeah. always. And Pat E. Johnson is right there. In fact, he is right there in the mural on the mm-hmm. side of Floyd. Yes, he is. In Encino. He is there. His image is there in Encino between Johnny and Daniel. Yeah, he trained them both as young martial artists, as well as Pat Morita. So he was such an influence in that first movie where it all began. And, you know, we've lost some soldiers along the way. We've lost John G. Abelson. We've lost Jerry Weintraub. And now we've lost Pat E. Johnson. And I know we also lost the announcer, right? That you called, affectionately called Tex. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. I was out of, it was affectionately yes. named. But uh, Back to Pat E. Johnson. He yes. passed away of natural causes in Los Angeles, California on November 5th, 2023, at the age of 84. So, always too young. Now, he is survived by his spouse, Sue Berkland Felix, and their four children, whom I'm assuming are grown by now. I would Just assume, guessing. sure. Maybe they're all martial artists, I would hope. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, there's not too much information about Patty Johnson other than the movies. And we're going to talk about some of them because as you look at his filmography from a stunt coordinator or an actor standpoint, he was in some classics beyond The Karate Kid. But he also has this great pedigree of martial arts. And, you know, that's all I could find online. So we're just going to hit a few key points and then list some of these movies that you may not know he was involved in. It's quite impressive. Now, he was never in Cobra Kai, Sal. He wasn't a stunt coordinator. He wasn't you know, a referee. That would have been a great homage. I'm yeah. sure they asked him. Maybe he said, no, those days are behind me. I mean, that would have been too cool, right? In All Valley, there's like a legendary ref, and it's Pat E. Johnson. I know uh, you would have loved it. Well, that. I'm assuming, I mean, that would have been fantastic, but I'm going to assume and the showrunners of Cobra Kai have been very good about yeah. uh, the in memoriam little moment uh, at the end at the closing yes. credits. Oh yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been very good about that. Uh, I would imagine that all of us can look forward to a little tribute there in season six of Cobra Kai. Yeah. So here's what we do have to share. Pat E. Johnson was a ninth degree black belt in Tang Soo Do under Chuck Norris. 
I know we didn't we know this before because why am yeah. I looking at this but, like but hearing I didn't it again know this. just blows your mind. Yes, like, wait a second, it is. Wait a I mean, did I know this yeah. before? Under Chuck yeah. Norris, holy cow! Yeah, we've talked about it, but it's been a while. This show's yes. been going on for a few years. Yes, this is the in fact. This is the hundred and sixtieth episode. That's of how many episodes underneath our belt. Yes. Wow. So I'll take the next one. Patty Johnson served as a chaplain with the United States Army in Korea. In 1963. Yeah, so he was, you know, war veteran, trained martial arts back in the day under a legend. And Pat E. Johnson was inducted into the North American Sports Karate Association Hall of Fame in 1993. That's great to hear. I'd love to see photos from that event. I'm sure some of our cast could have been there in attendance. You never know. In fact, we have kind of a later in this episode which won't be that long, but you know, we've heard from some of the cast yes. about Patty e. Johnson, two in particular. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to kind of go through these, and I've just combined them, his acting and stunt credits, and not all of the movies. There are more, but these are all recognizable. And so as I say them, you might even think, oh my gosh, I, I remember him in there, or what great stunts those were. So I'll just start oldest to newest, and we'll begin with... A classic, probably the best movie from this particular martial artist, most famous movie anyway. He passed away right before it was released, I believe, or somewhere around there. Enter the Dragon, 1973. Of course, I was referring to Bruce Lee. Johnson plays a hood and did stunts. Now, you saw a photo before we came on, and you think that's where the photo was taken, like a screenshot from this movie. Yeah, it doesn't say where, but it's on the Wikipedia page. It's yeah. got a real great image of Patty Johnson with great a mustache. Image. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I just kept staring at it thinking I'm I'm <laughs> sure that's in one of these movies, possibly Enter the Dragon, because yeah. it looks so familiar, not familiar from Karate Kid, just familiar elsewhere. I mean, because I saw all these movies growing up. Yeah. I mean, I, I still love Bruce Lee. I love Bruce Lee as a kid, you know, so I definitely yep. saw him in Enter the Dragon and it made an imprint in my mind. So surely when I see this image, I'm not reminded of Karate Kid, but reminded of probably Enter the Dragon. Absolutely. I don't remember him from the movie until I saw the movie and I knew who he was. It's like you kind of connect the dots like, oh, yes. Next, Good Guys Wear Black, 1978, a Chuck Norris movie, of course, being involved with Chuck Norris. Johnson played a CIA agent and did stunts. So your buddies with Chuck Norris, you trend underneath him, come on in the fold, be in this movie. Because Chuck Norris was on a tear in the 70s and 80s. He made a lot of fun martial arts movies. Did you see this one? Did you see Good Guys Wear Black? I don't know if I remember seeing that one. I think I got into Chuck Norris when he started uh, getting... Well, he wasn't as much into the martial Lone arts. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Well, also um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, yeah, that was much later. That was yes, much later. Yes, but yes. before that, you had those movies where he's running around. I, I think kind of predecessors to some of the Rambo movies uh, where he's running around with a, with a machine gun. Yeah, I remember there was one movie where he's he's definitely has a machine gun. He's all muscled and, and slippery. Uh, I just forgot which movie that was. Slippery. I like that description. Yeah, he's slippery looking. Slippery. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So the next, A Force of One, 1979, a classic Chuck Norris movie. And Johnson plays, this is great, referee number one. Nice. His first a introduction to play a referee. stay with him. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Nice. Next, The Karate Kid, 1984, 
referee. Nice. And uh, this is where he makes his claim. So he takes what he learned on a force of one, rolls that into this. And he's so great in this, as we just talked about. In fact, if you have the DVD or if you get a digital copy of this movie like I do on Apple Movies, there are special features Pat E. Johnson is in some of these, explaining martial arts, his background, how he trained Marita, Machio, Zapka, and all the Cobra Kai's. It's quite remarkable. Wonderful stuff. So, yeah, this is where he made his mark. And he's right there. He's present, as you just said, in the final fight of All Valley. And before that, too. But really, he he's such a... You know, he's the adult in the room in those scenes. We're listening to him. He's breaking it up. We trust him. He's uh, He had charisma, Sal, for sure. Yeah, definitely, I think, a what, third actor, if you will. So you have the two fighters, and then there's mm-hmm. the ref. So he is the third component of a scene like that. Yeah, because Miyagi and Kreese are further off. Yeah, they're I mean, not they're out on the mat. They're there as onlookers. And sure, they onlookers. may be yelling, but they're not involved. And Patty Johnson was the only one officially involved in the All Valley Daniel and Johnny uh, finale. Pat E. Johnson DQ'd Bobby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he could have DQ'd Johnny. And he could have DQ'd our other guy, of course. Daryl Vidal? <laughs> no, not Daryl Vidal. The Karate Kid. Oh, Ralph, Ralph Daniel Watson, said sure. he could have sure. for the crane kick. He could have, but he, mm-hmm. he he showed restraint. Yeah. So, Sal, we'll stop here for a second because I've seen online there is merchandise available on Pat E. Johnson. There is one floating out there with him as the referee from an the action Karate figure. Kid. Now, an action figure. Wow, yes. nice. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, in the in the eighties, they released some uh, five points of articulation. Five points of articulation on an action figure is neck, shoulders, and hips, just like the traditional Star Wars figures by Kenner. Oh, so I think yeah. there is a five points of articulation Karate Kid action figure from their uh, series, rather limited release action figures from the eighties. Yeah, I, I do not have those, but I should have those. You should get it. Now it could have been from. The other Karate Kids, hinting at he may have been in those, but it was definitely Pat E. Johnson. Oh, I know. Jason, I yep. remember now. It, it just I was just reminded. I think that they did not release Karate Kid action figures until after the release of Karate Kid 2, or they kind of went hand in hand with Karate yeah. Kid 2. That so makes even sense. though they give, yeah, they give tips of the hat in the toys to the first movie, it was Karate Kid 2 which initiated the release of the Karate Kid 2 action figures and just overall Karate Kid action figures. Well, they also snuck the All-Valley finals in the beginning of the Karate Kid Part 2, not just the parking lot scene with Kreese. We actually do a recap, and we see how, you know, it's how the Rocky movies would begin, yes, the, yes. you know, the subsequent sequels. Yes, and the so, good news yes, for it actors... makes sense. The good news yeah. for actors is that if they reuse footage from a previous movie in the new mm-hmm. movie, I think you get another check. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't there know, but I think you get another check. I hear that. This is the word. Uh, uh, allegedly. So this movie, the next one, blew me away. I learned this a while ago, but it, even just earlier tonight, I was like, oh, well, yeah. To Live and Die in L.A., 1985, a classic, classic movie that I love so very much, William Friedkin. We've actually covered this movie on Let's Talk Movies, but he was a stunt coordinator of the fight sequences. And there's some really good fights in this movie, as well as stunts and cars. There's like one of the greatest chases in Los Angeles ever. But he did the fight sequences, props. This is a great movie. Yeah. And they got a great man to work on it. 
Yeah, I only saw that recently in the last couple of years myself. And you know what? So I, I I think after knowing Patty Johnson's hand was in it, and and legs and arms, uh, I think I may want to give it another watch just to look for those fight scenes. As you should. Now, he followed up The Karate Kid with The Karate Kid Part 2, 1986, as referee again from those early scenes in the movie before we go yes. to Okinawa. Yes. And he was also a stunt coordinator. Well, hang on, though, version. Jason. Isn't there that little moment where Kreese is coming out and we, yeah, and we see... An actor. Yes, that's where he But he's a referee. He's still the referee. Yes, but what did he, he say? Did he reference Kreese? He said something like, that guy's bringing down karate or something. He, he made a... A reference oh, yeah, he had to, a line. He, to yeah, he did. But, but he was still himself as referee. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know. yeah. But, we, but we saw him out of his, we got More to see him out of his time. element. You know. More screen time. Yeah. yeah, he was out of the arena and we saw him, which I love that scene. You know what? I'm shocked that he didn't go over and intervene, but Miyagi was there. He had it covered. He had it covered. I, I'm always imagining that they must have walked back inside. Yeah, they, they didn't even it. know that it happened. They yeah, didn't yeah. Know. yeah. Until okay. later. What the Next, The Karate Kid Part 3, 1989, also referee and stunt coordinator. So he was in and involved in that tacked on all valley at the end of Karate Kid Part 3, where LaRusso fights and struggles and does all he can to get one point to become back to back champ. So, yeah, but anyway, well done, Pat E. Johnson, in that. Um, I would have liked to have seen a longer All Valley and more of Johnson in that All Valley, which I know you would have liked that as well. Especially now. Especially now. Especially today. Mm-hmm. I, now I want more. Now I want to see more. Now I want to revisit. I yeah. want to go down memory lane now and pay tribute. Well, you can see Pat E. Johnson, his work in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990, stunt coordinator. A lot of stunts in that movie. I got to see that movie. I don't. You know, there are these movies in our life and you reach a certain time, you're like, I, why haven't I you seen missed that it. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to see this movie for a multitude of reasons. Uh, one is because uh, it has Vanilla Ice in it. I met see Vanilla Ice one? once. Yeah, he was in the Teenage Mutant Turtles. Wait a second. Are you oh. thinking he was in the second one? Well, no. I'm, we started with the first one. You're getting ahead Okay. Of me. You know what, Jason? Vanilla Ice was in one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. I met him. He's a great guy. And so I need to see these movies, not to mention for the toys, for the action figures. Yeah, and now for, for Patty Johnson. So he followed that up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, 1991, mm. martial arts choreographer and stunt coordinator. So now he's got a bigger role. Here comes the sequel. I love that he's pivoted to these martial arts franchises. Yeah, and not even pivoted, time. just brought in the fold. Like, hey, we need who did the Karate Kid? Who was the guy? You know, he was in demand here. Like, yeah, I yeah. love his, it. His name was on people's radar at this point. Yeah. yeah. And then a TV series that is close to your heart, but I always liked the movie, never saw the TV series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 1992. He did the stunts. Wow. And that's no, a fun I, movie. I'm the opposite. I haven't seen the movie, have seen the yeah. show. And yeah. yes, now I want to revisit and look at some of those fight scenes so I can see Christy how good Swanson, they are. I can appreciate them more. Luke Perry. Yeah, worth checking out, especially if you love the show. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, 1993, martial arts choreographer again and stunt coordinator. So he's killing it here with this franchise. I did see the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't think I saw the second, but I should. Now I have a reason. Now I've got a reason to go back. And then comes a classic, a true classic, the next Karate Kid, 1994. He's not a referee, 
because no. there is no all valley of any no. type, but he's a stunt coordinator. Yeah, so that means that implies he's not on camera. We don't ever see not him on in camera. action. Yeah. yeah, these are his acting and stunt credits mashed up. He was helping Alpha Elite get everything together and their takedowns, as well as working with, I'm sure, you know, Julie Pierce and uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he yeah. was. Hillary Swank and Pat Morita. Yeah, he probably helped. Uh, Julie jump up on the hood of that pizza delivery car. Yeah. yeah. So then we have a famous game that turned into a movie, Mortal Kombat. I like the techno music. Fight coordinator and stunt coordinator. A lot of fun. This was a big hit at the time, Sal. Oh, yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Oh, it spawned, I think, more movies. I think it spawned more video games. Definitely spawned a whole lot of action figures. A lot of spawning it did. Lots of spawn. Then Batman and Robin, 1997 stunt coordinator. This is a huge movie. One of the Batman installments when they were cranking them out. I never saw Batman and Robin. I tapped out after the Tim Burton ones and I got reintroduced, you know, much later. Well, Jason, but, uh, a, a couple of things I'm happy to say. A, I was an extra in Batman Returns playing woo! a Gotham townsperson. I'm, I'm always happy to share that. But also, recently, they have a whole... You know, people may be surprised to hear a movie from 1997 has new toys come out. There is a whole series of action figures coming out as we speak. You don't say. Uh, commemorating Batman and Robin. And there's there a go. build a figure where you get to build uh, Mr. Freeze, is it? Arnold Schwarzenegger's character? Was he in this one? I think he was in the Batman and Robin movie, yeah. Uh, okay. Because that's was the one, one with... with Clooney uh, or Val Kilmer? I forgot who played Batman, but that's the one with the, with the guy that played Robin. I forgot his name. Chris O'Donnell? Yes. I think this is- It was Clooney. It It was Clooney and Chris O'Donnell. Okay, Clooney and O'Donnell, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Mr. Freeze. There we go. There's a beautiful series of action figures coming out. Look for them at your local Targets and Walmarts. You could probably find them. And Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy. And there's an Uma Thurman Poison Ivy action figure. There you go. Just released. There you have it. I did enjoy Batman's reboot with Christopher Nolan, but I'm not usually a fan of- reboots with these action movies, the uh, comic book movies. But that was a different era. When Tim Burton made Batman, it was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. And then it changed, of course. Yeah. And then the last one I have here is something that we have covered on Let's Talk Cobra Kai back in the day. No More Kings, Sweep the Leg, 2007. And he played referee number one, bringing it all full circle to the Karate yeah. Kid and his first credit in Enter the Dragon. So, but but hang on, Jason. This is a new scene with Pat, right? This is know. not like I, th- a, I think it was. I think it it, was. they weren't showing old footage. It was new stuff. Well, he wasn't referee number one in the Karate Kid, so yeah, I true. think it it's was new. But if they did, they may have you know repurposed something. It's been a while since we went down this uh, fun exploration of No More Kings. Highly recommend it. Check it out. It's in the archives. It was yeah. a fun episode. We went beat by beat, I think, through the entire sequence. I think it was one and of our so, first special episodes, right? One, one of, of the first. first. I think it was one like for first. sure one of the first 10 special episodes, meaning aside from the episodes of Let's Talk Cobra yeah. Kai that we cover, aside from the most they're pictures. all special. Well, they're, they're all, all special. special. But, you know, when we started getting into the entire universe of Cobra Kai, Miyagi-verse, that was one of the first things we covered. I, I like that. I think I, I accidentally stumbled upon that Sweep the Leg video, brought it to your attention. Very happy about that. Oh, someone told me about it years prior, but yeah, you did circle back around. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm going to look this up because... 
you keep talking about it and you're selling me on this thing. So it is episode 24. So you are correct, sir. That would have been after season one, season two. That's 20 episodes. And after the Karate Kid and the Karate Kid part two, so that's 22. That means it was like one of the next episodes, 23, 24. So you are right on. I mean, I, you know why I really say that? Not only now to tribute Pat, dearly departed, but if any fan of Cobra Kai Karate Kid has to see that video. Yeah. You just have to. You, you cannot yeah, miss it. It's great. It's really great. So as I mentioned earlier, we're going to end this episode with um, you know, some words from our two lead cast members from the show, William Zapka and Ralph Macchio. Now, Zapka's quote was before his death, but it was in a, an article I read tonight. It's like, oh, that's very fitting. And Macchio's was more recent. So, Sal, please read Zapka's, and I will do Machia's as we sign off this tribute for Patty Johnson. He trained all of us and actually plays the referee at the end of the film during the competition. He's a legend in martial arts. He built me up from nothing. I didn't know anything about it when I first started. I was a wrestler in high school and very limber and athletic. The discipline that he gave physically, mentally, and technically was incredible, so much so that I trained with him after the film was over. It's amazing how his teaching has stayed with me all these years. Great tribute. Great. Yeah. I'm sure he'll have more to say, Sal, you know, with time. This is also recent. But, yeah, it's great. And you know right there what Pat E. Johnson meant to William Zabka, the martial artist, the actor. I mean, when you come in and don't know something and it's a big part of the movie, you're nervous you might be athletic, but you don't want to look bad. You don't want to let your co-stars down. And they got the saying they got the right guy is an understatement. They got the guy who came in and the way he could work with them. I've seen these videos of seeing how he he's very zen in his approach, very calm, obviously very skilled. And, you know, he probably knew exactly how to talk to these kids and Pat Morita and train them. And they kept them kind of separate too. Johnson shares this in the extras. Like he would train, you know, Miyagi-Do over here and Cobra Kai over there. He was doing this way before Cobra Kai the series. So it's really special. You should definitely, any and everybody, check out those special features. In fact, that might be an episode for us to break down some of the special features. I talked about it a couple of years ago. And this might be a a reason to do so. But it's really, really amazing. And and, uh, I love what he had to say there. And I really love the reference to Tang Sudo. I had forgotten. Absolutely. I mean, yes. we all know Tang Sudo recently from Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I guess it all started here for the Miyagi verse yeah, with what Patty should they Johnson. They'd be studying. Oh, well, why not Tang Sudo? Yeah. Much like uh, Mr. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Now, Raf Macchio had the following to say So very saddened to hear the news of the passing of my friend and martial arts master, Pat E. Johnson. Pat was the driving force in all of the martial arts choreography and stunts we have come to know and love from the projects we worked on together. Whew, this just chokes you up, man. Pat was a fierce martial artist, but my memories with him are galvanized in his calm, gentle, and supportive demeanor. I consider him a friend and my ultimate cheerleader. He inspired me with such confidence, and I always felt he was in my corner. Even to this day, I can feel him cheerleading in my current work. That's powerful. Yeah. That's when you have a great coach, father figure, leader, 
Baptist who taught you at the right age. And here's Machio now reprising Danielson decades later, drawing on the wisdom he got from Patty Johnson. I'm sure he's got a new trainer now. Sure. But it all comes back to that, you know, the early teenage 20 year old self that uh, he learned martial arts from. It's really wonderful. I'm sure we'll see Machio speaking more, but this just came out. You know, he just probably shared this on some form, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And it's all the things anyone would want said about them yeah. after their passing. This is what I would want someone to say about me. What a wonderful sentiment. And you know what? To our listeners, Jason and I, before the show, were like, what is the... Oh, I brought it up. What does the E stand for? Or will we ever know... What the E will stand for in Pat E. Johnson. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, I'm going to claim it excellence. Excellence. The E in Pat E. Johnson is for excellence. You heard it here. Everything I've ever read, seen, heard, just, you know, a person that you can look up to. And that says a lot. And yeah, that was hard to read and get through. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of emotion there. It's not just a wonderful sentiment. It's a wonderful sentiment for Macho. Yeah, and we're putting ourselves in his shoes and we know how important Pat E. Johnson was. And, you know, just the Karate Kid, the ethos, the franchise, everything. Yeah. So wonderful, wonderful sentiments there. And um, I'm glad we came here to share this. It was a tough one we knew coming in. I mean, you didn't even know about this a couple of hours ago. No, when you texted so I me. I broke it to you. You did. When you texted me, I was like, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad day. Um, so thank you all, everybody, for coming along for the ride with us. I mean, yeah, this was a sad one for me because I feel like, I mean, is, uh, we're going to be doing this again with more people also along the way. Mm -hmm. You know, There's going to be more people. So um, yeah. hopefully no time soon and hopefully not a lot. But yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Well, rest in peace, Patty Johnson. You'll always be remembered. And if you want to see him... He graces the Karate Kid with his presence. It's forever there on celluloid, and that movie will hold up with the test of time, Sal. It's going to outlive us all. You know, that movie has these, it's like a perfect storm of greatness, of excellence, as you said. You have Avildsen at the top of his game. You have Kamen, the writer. You have Weintraub, who pulling the strings. Marita, Machio, Zapka, and Pat E. Johnson is in that. He's a pillar and the Karate Kid universe, for sure. I love seeing people at their at their best. I, yeah. you know, going back, you know, particularly in movies, when was that actor at their best? When was that performer yeah. at their best? When was that stunt the coordinator peak. at their best? Yeah. There we are. Yeah. Go back and revisit. So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast and the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.